Hello everybody, how's it going? And welcome back, and also to the first episode of the As Always podcast of 2020, episode 115, continuing on from where the Kill Conical left off last year. I'm your host, James, and I'm joined, as always, by Tyler. As always, how's it going, my friend? It's going pretty good. How you doing? Very good. Very good. Up bright and early on a nice. Saturday morning to record a podcast, want. and I still look fantastic, so that's really all that matters, nah. James. Good. Good, that's great. All right, and today for the first episode of the year, we're joined by a very special guest who you can't see because he's not recording his camera like a fucking coward, and that's <laughs> Brett, <laughs> Brett from UB Central. How's it going, Brett? I was going to say, as always, it's great to be back, but after that, I think I'm just going to leave now. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've technically okay. had you on and can put you in the title for views still from that oh, okay. line alone. <laughs> yeah, there. <laughs> you used me you for what you wanted. Now I'm yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't actually need to be here. It was just <laughs> simply for this, for, for the title and views and clicks. <laughs> I understand. We'll put you Thank in the title guys. anyway. Yeah, that's oh, true. Man. That's true. Exactly right. All right. Um, ladies and gentlemen, the As Always podcast. That's right. Now, Kill Connor Club, as always. <laughs> so weird. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fantastic. I, I love it already. Uh, and mm-hmm. of course, brought to you by the great people over at patreon.com forward slash as always. Our producers are Josh Devalier, King Richard III, Seth Smexidork, and Real Cinema and Hawkins, aka HBAS12. So I appreciate the producers. And if you want to hear more podcasts like this, if you're like, this is the best podcast on the internet, it is second, because you're wrong, Clubhouse is the best. Also one of my podcasts. And you want to hear more, and you're like, this is amazing, I want more of this. Well, you can. You can get more for just $1 a month. Head over to patreon.com forward slash, as always, you get a week's early access to the amazing Cinema Room podcast, which has an episode going up right now. So once you finish listening to this, you can go listen to that. Early access at patreon.com forward slash, as always, plus exclusive access to the Clubhouse podcast that's on every week the As Always podcast isn't on. It's an amazing concept. The Clubhouse podcast is the best podcast on the internet. I'm telling you, get amongst that it. it. I love it. It's phenomenal. Right. I can't wait till next week when we're back with the Clubhouse oh my podcast. Oh, we are back. And oh, I, I can't wait. So That's exciting. exciting. It is. That's exciting. It is. All right. And to thank our $5 patrons, the list of sweet vintage lads, we have Josh Devlier, King Richard III, Smexy Dork, Seth, Real Cinema and Hawkins, a.k.a. Hedgepass 12, Ballsack 47, Casey Wood, Pink Flame 313, Lumistrad, Mario 5380, Alfie Rosal. Adam Sundling, mmm, cock. Jamie Brown, Jesper Olsen, Didlotic, SuperTuber is... Eddie, Patreon updated, James, so everything's... Oh, I'm on the old version. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, okay, Brendan, whatever. It'll be a different listener, son right of there. a bitch, OG Doggo, Ravjai, is it you on an old version? That's weird. Mm-hmm. Do you know what's annoying about the new version? The list oh, isn't what? loading. It's not loading. It has to load uh, down I, I the more I go down the I just requested the older version. If you go on the manager screen, it just says revert to old version. Because I saw the new one and I got a bit scared. So uh, I might do that. Anyway, Marcus Blackburn, Gene, Joshua Mora, Brian Ford, Joe the Sexy Boy Smith, the ACMJS, Estros, Emil Catball, Kyle, Benedict Parker Returns, Furious Coco, Noah Watts, Fishy, Ginkgo Swag, Master Bass, Ecraic, Max H, still loading the list, Alfie Rodbert, Luca, Iron Man to the Dads, Travanovsky, Ashton is a big fan of, oh, oh, they don't even, hey, 
aren't even showing the full name. <laughs> so aren't even going back sh- to the old one. Yeah, Ashton I'll, I'll... is a big fan of Mace Windu the character. Okay, cool, fantastic. Jo- okay, fan of Scarab. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back. No choice. That's how it be, and I can't see the rest of the name. James, what does that say? That's how it be. Yeah, uh, no, that's, that's how it be sometimes. Sometimes, okay. Disney knows sometimes. Cassassin, The Creed, Nick Miller, Ben Fry, Zeke Collins, Amir the Sin Potato, Sab2557, Casper Coral, and Owen Brain. That was a weird list, and also the worst <laughs> list reading of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's the first one of the Welcome year. It's only uphill from podcast. there in terms of list readings. It's only uphill from there. And it will be uphill from there. That was oh, a gosh. fucking nightmare. <laughs> I couldn't have asked for anything more than that for the start of the list on the book. Ah, shit. Wow. Ah, shit. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, well, yeah, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. This is done in the As Always podcast 2020. There's a new structure, the way we're doing it. We have one main topic for the whole show, but we're going to dive into current events, like quickfire topics, if you will, James, and and Uh roll through... Um, over the next probably 20 minutes, just some of the current events and even catching up, you know, we're friends. We want to, you know, see, see how each other are going, make sure we're right. Um, so first of all, Brett, Mm -hmm. it's been a fucking hot second since you've been on the podcast with us. So what's been going on? Fill us in. How are you doing? What's new? Well, I'm doing great now that I'm free from Ubisoft. I don't know if any of you know, but I've <laughs> mm-hmm. I've finally broken off. You know, they kept me in their basement for so long, tied up, and I finally escaped, and now I'm free. It feels good. I can make videos on whatever I want now, and I couldn't ask for anything more, to be honest. It's been Are you going to change your channel name to whatever central? Uh, no, I'm just going to keep it because... <gasps> Gaming I- central. <sighs> because, well, I'm still going to upload Ubisoft stuff, but at the same time, it's like... When you change your channel name, there's always people who kind of forget like who you are and they'll just unsubscribe. Not that that really matters all that much, but just people know yeah. me by UB Central, so I guess it kind of makes sense to keep it the same. True, true, that makes sense. And w- and what is it that you want to be focusing on going forward? Is it just everything, or do you have some specific ideas of what you're trying to do? I mean, it's still just all going to be gaming. Um, just things that I. I've played that I want to talk about or games that are coming up that I want to talk about as well. There's no real like, you know, structure. It's just whatever I want, basically, which is great. Um, like the first video I made, I was I was playing Red Dead Online so much. I hit over 100 hours. I'm like, you know, I really just have to talk about this because I've spent so much time on it. And then I uploaded a video and the response was great. I lost a lot of subscribers, but, you know, that's going to happen when my channel is based on Ubisoft and then I upload something else and people are like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, but you upload something good and they're all like, oh, I didn't <laughs> sign up for this. I thought I'd be getting, I thought I'd be getting content on shit. What the fuck is this? Yeah, but it, my, de- my decisions were this. I could either keep, like, not uploading and just talk about Watch Dogs because that's the only Ubisoft game I really just care about now. And even then, I don't care about that much. I can mm. do that, upload like once every three months or just upload and talk about whatever I want. So it was a pretty sure. easy decision to make. Speaking mm. of, I have a bone to pick with you about this. So you spent a year not coming on our podcast and that's fine. And that's fine. And that's fine. Each to their own. They want to not come on the podcast. That's fine. But then 
you were tweeting positive things about Watch Dogs Legion, and I just want to say, there's no possible way you could have meant that. Um, I don't know, it's kind of weird, so... Okay, I've... why don't you explain to me why, <laughs> when you watched right. Watch Dogs <laughs> Legion, you thought, mm, good, when obviously, not. Okay, so I think the actual gameplay is good. When you get down to the core gameplay, it's way better than 2. The animations are super nice. As far as the story, I agree. There's not going to be a fucking good story. You can't tell a story when you can play as anyone. So I agree with that part that Watch Dogs Legion's probably not going to be that good. But for what I played, it was like an hour. And just the actual core gameplay, it felt really smooth. So that's why I was like, okay, Watch Dogs Legion can be good. It's not going to be, you know cyberpunk or anything close to that level but i think it will be a pretty good ubisoft game which yeah, um, isn't saying much is yeah isn't that crazy right like there was one time where ubisoft games were at least like some of them were on par with what other games were coming out in the world mm-hmm. whereas like now every ubisoft game is still in 2011 and we're getting games like cyberpunk and the last of us part two coming out in the same year we're getting watchdogs legions yeah, oh, no, I mean, not only that, but Ubisoft now follows trends. We saw it with, you know, AC Origins and Odyssey both kind of follow Witcher 3, that sort of format, and they came out years after, and it's just, it's not as good either. Like, I like Origins, but it's not as good as Witcher 3. So no. it's like, Ubisoft no. is behind, and they're also following trends from years before, so it's not even a good consistency either. That's true. It's, yeah. uh, yeah, it's kind of embarrassing now. It is embarrassing, isn't it? Like, what, what, are they going to, Assassin's Creed, the Viking game is coming out. And that's what it's called, by the way. Assassin's Creed, the Viking game. It's coming out this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out in 2020. What we like to talk about here on the As Always podcast is, you know, check in with what's, what's going on with everyone in terms of video gaming. So, uh, James. Ah, yeah, a bit of gaming. What games are you playing right now? What games am I playing right now? Well, I was playing all of the Batman games, replaying all of those for my yeah. retrospective. Yeah. But uh, not anymore because I finished it. So there's that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not really playing anything at the minute, I don't think. Did you, You've played uh, Remind, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind. Oh, yeah, I've played, I've played Remind. But with that, the thing with that is, which is really kind of throwing a bit of a spanner in the works here, is I played through the Remind episode, like that whole, like the main story or whatever, and then yeah. after is it that, long? this isn't. Uh, not really. No, it's about three to four hours, okay. something like that. Yeah, I'm probably like two um, hours in, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I did it in one go when it came Fair. out at midnight. I just played yeah, until right. four a.m. and finished the whole thing. Very um, strange. Very strange so far. It's very weird. I think it was. I think spoiler-free thoughts, real quick. I think the first half is uh, sort of meh. Second half is really, really strong. See, this um, is the thing. I've just gotten to the point where I'm pretty sure I'm in the second half of what you're talking about. I've just played the first yeah. half, and I'm like, it's cool, mm-hmm. but it's all, you know, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. <laughs> And it's weird, because it's like, okay, I don't really know what they're doing. Like, there's some good moments and stuff, but then it's like, why am I playing this? But around the yes. halfway point, I was like, oh, this is way better. I'm loving this. Like, there's a lot more uh, new new things that are presented and like right see i've just gone through a teleporter as you know stuff, as spoiler so. free as i can be i've just gone through a teleporter so that's where i'm pretty sure i'm now at the second <coughs> half. Yeah, yeah 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 okay that's maybe a little bit after the second half but that's sort of at the point where 
it gets a lot more interesting and there's a lot more things happening and stuff and it's really great and I think it's great, and especially all the changes they've made from the original game to the with the not even just in Remind, but in the new update for Kingdom Hearts Three that came out um, around the same time as the DLC. You've got they've actually like finished scoring the game because it was weird. Like when you got to the ending, it was almost like they were reusing tracks or stuff. But they've actually managed to get um, it's like they've finished doing everything, and like there's some moments where they've got different music playing and like with their filled in music gaps, and like it's, it just feels a lot more full. And stuff like that so i really like that but um i played through remind and i, I really liked it um and then when you finish remind um you unlock this thing called limit cut episode which um you then load from the same menu you loaded remind from using your remind save or whatever save you want to import that your level and, and gear and everything into that new thing called limit cut um the issue being limit cut is literally just a it sets up story and whatever and where where it takes place and everything like that but it's it's basically it's just data battles but it's tethered to a story point as well so and then after like there's a there's a third thing that's on like the list of dlc items that uh was advertised for remind when it was showing trailers and stuff um called secret episode and i'm assuming to get the secret episode you have to beat the limit cut episode so I was planning on saving data battles for Horsey and Fox because I didn't want to tackle them all first. Then when we come to stream, it'd be like, oh, I've already done all this. So I can't finish the DLC but it'll until be after for we stream it. Yeah, but I also, it's part of the fun. Like, especially if we're going to do a whole stream where we're doing all the data battles and trying to figure out their attack patterns and everything. Like, if I've already beat all of them, I've already, I'm already going to have overcome the challenge. It's not going to be hard for me anymore because I'll understand every single boss and their routine and attack patterns. But we are doing Horsey and Fox. I suppose oh, I'm going to announce it. So when this comes out, I'll have announced it yesterday. We're doing Horsey and Fox this Saturday. So coming uh, on oh, February the 1st, we're going to be doing uh, Horsey and Fox. going to come back and doing it. Because I think, I don't know whether we're going to be able to, but we might be able to do it all in one go if we try really hard. Because Remind is just a couple of hours. So we can get that done. And then it'll be really focusing on these data battles and then doing secret episodes. So we might be able to get it done in one stream. Um... Uh, if not, maybe we'll split it into two, but do it all in the same night. I don't know, but um, that'll be that'll be good to do, and then I can actually finish it and get the story and everything, and that'll be good. But uh, so far, I'm really liking it from what I've played and the uh, from what I've seen and heard. The data battles are really difficult, which is exactly what we needed for Kingdom Hearts Three because a lot of it was so easy. So <clears throat> yeah, that's gonna be fun. Now I can't wait to do that. I got a question, and this is just for my own understanding of it. So I'm going to start streaming okay. Kingdom Hearts 3 Critical now that Remind's out. So I've got like, it's like the completed okay. game on Critical so I can, because I want to get, you know, Oathkeeper, Oblivion, Ultimate Weapon, do all that for the first time. Mm-hmm. Now, is the like things they fixed in the base game and the Remind stuff, if I start a new game, do I need mm-hmm. to keep going to the DLC menu to play the DLC afterwards or is it all now in the base game from a new game? Uh, no, it's a separate scenario. So right. there are changes to the base game, but Remind will like all of the will DLC stuff will always have to be loaded from the menu, yeah. That annoys me, but okay. That's just how it be. Yeah. Sometimes. That then they'll I get the why. final mix where it'll be one thing. Mm, I don't think so because the I think the reason I mean it's weird the way they've structured the DLC in the way that it kind of always has to be separate because if you make it one whole thing 
you're gonna be like i can't i can't say it without really spoiling it but um just the way saying. that it's I do understand like it kind because of because there's it's yeah, kind ju- of yeah jumping around i get it it's like made to be separate so yeah true but what i do i mean yeah i mean it's fine because it's like the the base game is what it is and they've made additions to that and like also the new updates that have come out and everything has made the 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 combat a lot tighter and snappier as well which is really cool someone posted a video of that on twitter comparing the original base kingdom hearts 3 to the updated one that we've got now which is like the the there's a lot less floatiness the attacks are a lot quicker more responsive and stuff so that's really cool and the new uh abilities that have come in make ground combat a bit more viable too which is really nice so overall kingdom hearts 3 is a lot better than it was um when it first came out and adding in you know all this extra stuff is is cool so it's you know i'm glad you're happy with it i'm glad you're good stuff was that stuff free or i'm guessing you had to pay uh well there's a free update which updated a few things into the game and like corrected things and changed mostly the base game stuff uh, was all free but all the dlc stuff was paid yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, although Oathkeeper and Oblivion are free. Yes, as they should be. Uh, which but is a cool. pain in the ass to get. And I'm like, well, what's the point when you pretty much have to finish the game to get them? That annoys me. I've done it now, though. I did everything. I fucking I spent five and a half hours the other day before Remind came out getting Ultimate Weapon, which was yeah, uh, pretty fun actually. I quite liked it. Yeah. Although I did have a fucking breakdown trying to do the gummy ship stuff. Yeah, uh, but it was that, great doing the gummy ship stuff. Looking for just was, items uh, and stuff. That's all it is, eh? Yep. Yeah. Just farming items. Yeah. 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 I've, yeah. Destroying some asteroids. Yep. Doing some bosses here and there. Um, yeah. Just dying over and over again on these oh. fucking bosses. Yeah. Do you but, need uh, to beat bosses to get the ultimate weapon? <clears throat> oh, there's so much you have to do to get the ultimate weapon. Yeah. Um, so is that on? Because it's different on each difficulty how you get the ultimate weapon, isn't it? Uh, no, it's always the same. It's always the same? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there any... Why am I thinking that it's different for each difficulty? Is there something that... Uh, oh, the secret it's like ending both, Yes, always... yeah, yeah. Secret ending and also f- um, secret episode in Birth by Sleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why. Those are okay. different for different difficulties, yeah. Anyway, Brett, what are you playing at the moment? Uh, first, I just want to say I love Kingdom Hearts. You guys, uh, it's great great series mm-hmm. um yeah i've it been is. i've been playing red dead online uh that's been kind of dying down since i made the video and just put a lot of time into it just got done with mm-hmm. arkham origins um and then i guess for fun i've been playing a lot of call of duty the new one i don't know it's just mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun to play just jump into it's kind of just mindless like you don't have to really do much so i, yeah. I kind of like that yeah, um, sure. and then yeah i think I think my next game that I'm going to get into is probably Injustice 2, maybe Mafia 3, uh, and make a video on one of those. Oh, God, Mafia 3. What a fucking game. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that, that whole video is just going to be a fucking disappointment. Oh, I can't wait. I, w- I was <laughs> I so excited wait. for that game, and just, yeah, I mean, you you know what happened. Oh, God, so was I. <laughs> yeah, I never even played it because James Jesus. just goes, Tyler, don't. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he's it. right. You're just going to be disappointed. I don't know how they went from Mafia 2 to Mafia 3. They had the perfect setup. They had the perfect... They're like, let's just... Like, why not just do Mafia 2, but again and better? <laughs> like, continue on from it. But no, they're like, we're going to go to the 60s and we're going to have an entirely different character. And Vito is going to be a side character and the whole game is going to be repetitive fucking ubisoft missions where you're just taking over territory 
Who the fuck designed that game? I swear to God, Andrew if it was 13. fucking Scott Phillips, I'm gonna kill him. Who who was the game designer for Mafia Three? I don't know, James. I'm gonna have a little look here. <laughs> who the fuck is that then? Matthias Walk. No, it was, like, it was Hangar 13. That. Like they just put a new studio to make Mafia Three, which made no sense at all. What happened to the original studio? I think. They became a support studio on Mafia Three, so they were there helping, but they weren't the main developers. And I don't, I don't know why Two K made that decision. What a genius at all. idea! What a yeah. genius idea that was. Two K Check were the yeah. the guys behind Mafia, Mafia Two, and the Mafia Three yeah, was Hangar Thirteen, and then Two K Check were there like, don't do that. And Hangar Thirteen were like, I'm gonna do it anyway. And, and that's how we got what we got. It's such an interesting concept because... So with Batman Arkham Origins, um, WB Games Montreal made that. And they had mm -hmm. less than two years. And they made a great game. And then you see Mafia 3, which probably had three plus years. Two studios working on it. And then just to see what happened with that game is just like... It was a mess. Yeah. God knows how that happened. <laughs> how do you be that fucking out of touch with like the fan base of the Mafia games, but also just like making a game? <laughs> how do you make that game and be like, yeah, this is a good game? Like, it's just no good. It's repetitive. I... <clears throat> yeah, it's just bad. Terrible. Also, <laughs> before I forget, uh, I keep mentioning Red Dead Online, but I want to thank everyone for just that whole charity stream for Australia. Ethan and I played Red Dead Online, and that was, oh, yeah, it was yeah. so much fun. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you guys for inviting me to be a part of it. Yeah, oh, of course. Uh, really I appreciate fun. people that, um, you know, you guys jumping on to that when I sent out the bat signal and everyone was just like, yeah, 100%, of course. And, you know, it was only a, a week's notice to get all that organized. And what we achieved was, you know, insane to me in such a short amount of time. And it wasn't some, tw you know, it wasn't a 24-hour stream. It was six, seven hours, and we raised four thousand Australian dollars over that. And crazy, you know, that's you know a massive, massive help. And yeah, no, super proud, super proud of the community for that one. So yeah, thank you, thank you for that. That was amazing. Yeah, it's good shit. Um, yeah, in terms <laughs> of um, yeah, how do you move on from there? Uh, oh, no, no, no. I was just reading the list. So I was just going to look through the list, seeing what topics you at, and I love. I don't know any of the, these one topics, of them, so I'm scared. One of them, like they're all normal ones, right? So there's like what games we play right now, Cage, the Remind, Disney Plus, and Clone Wars. Which oh, wait, oh, yeah, but don't and read then, the look, no, fucking. Sorry, I'm not going to read the whole thing. I just there's one. <laughs> you put that in there. What? No, 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 no. It's a different one, not that one. That one's completely serious. It's one. It's just called The Witcher is Taking Over, and I don't know why, but that really got me. I don't know I'm just why imagining got you. The Witcher taking over. It's a message you've left behind. Is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, this is the last time James is allowed to read the list. This is the last time. You know what? I'm mad. Because what you've done is ruined topics planned for later by talking about them now and laughing at them. When you don't <laughs> know what I'm going to bring up. You don't well, know what I'm going to talk about. And you know what, James? You know you know what, James? Fuck you. Don't. You, this is why you're not allowed to have the list. This is why I plan this oh. fucking podcast. This yeah. is why I do the planning. This is the reason. Yeah. And then you just wrote yeah. underneath the list, Bit of Stones, <laughs> as one of like the current events. 
The Bitter Stones are not a current event. Is that not a current event? Oh, no. (laughs) Anyway. Good times. Games I'm playing at the moment. Yeah. You know, is, uh, well, a few things. I've done quite a bit of gaming recently. I've done more gaming in the last month than all of 2019. Um, That's good. I played and streamed all of Modern Warfare on Veteran. And that was my first time playing through the new Call of Duty. It's the first Call of Duty I've played in 10 years. Mm-hmm. So that was a um, big deal. Big deal for me. What did you think of it? Uh, I liked it. I only played the campaign. Um, I mean, the campaign's yeah. great. So Yeah, no, good, I, yeah. I enjoyed the campaign. It was fun. There was some really fun missions. And the story was decent enough. It probably mm-hmm. it wasn't as good as like Modern Warfare 1 and 2 to me. Mm-hmm. but it, you yeah, know, it was yeah. decent enough and then the ending had a nice little cliffhanger that I had a you know a pretty hilarious reaction to yeah but I went and watched it <laughs> did you really? yeah it was great it was great <laughs> um, that shocked me a bit but yeah I, I'm ex- I will play the next one I will play the next one so, the next Modern Warfare yeah I'll play the next Modern Warfare not any other college you're not going to play Black Ops 5 no absolutely not <laughs> absolutely I will is not that play. what it's called I don't know I don't know because there's obviously a new one be. coming out this year like, they're yeah, not that innovative be. with their titles so Black but Ops do you 5. think they might reboot Black Ops 2 or not Black Ops 2 Black Ops as well like oh I see what you mean so do you think they'll make a modern like a Black Ops 5 That'd or do you think they'll make really, a Black we're Ops we're going to start getting confusing now yeah, <laughs> Call I mean, of Duty Black Ops it's out again yeah, how many times are they going to do that? The developers also, probably Black don't Ops. want to, and then Activision's like, "All right, well, Modern Warfare just sold a lot of copies by doing that, so yeah. you should reboot it." Just make, just make good Black Ops games again, yeah. because Black Ops One had a really fucking good story. It was great, and you're not going to outdo that with a reboot unless you tell the same story. And even then, it's not going to be as good because the whole thing was like the plot twist in it and everything, which was fucking great. Black Ops had a great story, and so did Black Ops Two as well. But then Black Ops 3 and 4 are just like, I don't know. They just sort of exist. So I, I don't know. know, man. I never played 2. I just, like, the last game I played that was Call of Duty was Black Ops 1, Campaign. That was the mm-hmm. last one I ever played. And I haven't played a single one since. Because I hate COD. Yeah. I really do. I hate and despise COD. But um, <laughs> That's aggressive. Yeah, no, I, I do. I do. But you know, played it. I enjoyed it for what it was, and you know, I'd play, I'd play and stream the next one when it comes out. That's that's you know mm-hmm. about it. But I'm also playing The Witcher Three for the first time. Oh yes, oh my yep. god! Where yep. are you up to with it now? Um, Without getting too spoilery. Well, I mean, I'll I mean, spoil it's a, it's it because a yeah, it's a five-year-old game. game. I'm gonna spoil it. Just don't spoil it for me because I'm important and you're not. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm on the tail end of the bloody baron and okay. then i've also been doing i just finished the first kira quest like the witch quest kira mats yeah where you go through like that dungeon and you're chasing the wild mm. hunt in there so i just mm-hmm. did that and i did that oh. on stream the other day so like oh, cool still pretty early on then yeah still early like i'm not still early days. i don't have a chance to play a lot like i play probably twice a week but now Remind's out, so I probably mm-hmm. won't play it again till the end of it. <clears throat> until I finish Remind, really. Um, yeah. And then I'll be streaming Remind from then on on Critical. Well, Kingdom Hearts on Critical, so it'll just be when I get a chance to free play a game, which isn't often, but I'll try mm-hmm. to try to sink as many hours into Witch Three because I'm enjoying it, and and it's a show that 
um, it's taken over. Drove that on, and you know what, James? Let's, that's a great segue that I was going to make a segue, but you've ruined again. <laughs> I think um, I made it better, actually. You're, you're, a, you're a ruiner, is who you are. Everyone, you're a everyone comment down in the comment section. I'm taking over. Is what I'm doing, Tyler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm taking over the show. Yeah. If you make the title. The Witcher Three is taking <laughs> over. The Witcher is taking over. That's it. Yeah. Um, but how can Xbox take over the next generation of consoles? Is what I'm going to call this video because it's got to be it's got to be the main subject of the thing. Is which be we need to get to, but you episode, keep so. distracting, James. Sorry. So. Yes. So yes, The Witcher is taking over, Tyler. What are we going to do about it? <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> so infuriated i don't even want to talk about this <laughs> i don't even want to i have a confession to make stomach. if you guys want to hear it oh dear okay. yeah well, so i probably only played about like 30 percent of witcher 3 and this was like two years ago and then really i stopped playing not because it was bad or anything i think i just got distracted <clears> with life and like i haven't been able to get back into it because you know when you start a story game you kind of have to just like restart mm -hmm. completely you can't jump back in after it's been like a month it's kind of hard to get back into it so i've been sure. waiting yeah. uh because i'm gonna watch the witcher show and then after that that's probably gonna spark my interest in playing the game again just like yeah, what happened with sure. you tyler so yeah i haven't actually mm -hmm. watched the show my roommate has and he wants to rewatch it because he said well i mean everyone's kind of said that you know the the show jumps around a lot in time so if you rewatch it, it's just easier to understand and appreciate more. So, yeah, I'll probably watch that eventually. You definitely need to watch mm -hmm. it. It's a phenomenal it's show. And this good. is what I meant by the yeah. witch. The witch has taken over, James, because yeah, the show the over. show's come out and <clears throat> been a massive success. A massive success. Yeah, huge success. And it's everywhere now. But it's also caused The Witcher Three to actually have more people playing it now than at the launch of the game. I know. It's Witcher Crazy. season now, James. The Witch is taking over. And the before season two over. comes out, there's also going to be an animated movie series thing they're doing, like this animated thing. I don't yeah, even know. I saw that. Um, animated by the same people that animated The Legend of Korra. Uh, fun little fact there for yep. you. But it's, uh, which is nice. But is it just the animators on Legend of Korra? Or yeah, like, just the animators. Okay. Because yeah, just the animators. The yeah. animation itself in Legend of Korra is really good. Yeah, it's nice. It's very nice. So, what I'm saying, James, is The Witcher, after the game series has ended, mm -hmm. well, temp you know, for now, um, mm -hmm. it's taken over again. The show's... Over. The show, the game, everything. It's all yeah. over the place. It's on your Spotify. It's everywhere, you know? Mm -hmm. if, you, if you like that, you know. Oh, you know, and the Tossicorni Witches annoy me because Harlan, my brother, who I yeah. live with is playing it too much and whistling it, <laughs> whistling it. He's like, I listen to all the remixes. I'm like, hey, man, stop. <laughs> I listen to all the remixes. What does that mean? He's How like, many are there? <laughs> dude, there's so many. He's like, dude, I've listened to this metal remix of it. I'm like, hey, man, don't. <laughs> don't. Oh, that's great. I listen, to be fair, I listened to like a, a string quartet version of it today that was on Spotify, and I was like, that's pretty, that's pretty nice. Nah, stop that's it. too. That's a good version of it. And um, don't it's whistle a fucking it great every song. day where I'm like making dinner. <laughs> and because you whistling it is inf infinitely worse than the actual song, but you're making the song bad and I no longer <laughs> want to listen to it. Because I like the song. Oh God, but now, I love it so much. Now I don't. It's stuck in my head all the time. I can't get rid of it. It's just there all the time. Yeah. Taunting me. I wake up in the middle of the night. Would and you I say it's it. taking over? 
I would say toss a coin to your Witcher is taking over yeah. my life and yeah. ruining it. Toss a coin <laughs> to your Witcher broke me. <laughs> it's it's a problem. Um, but how do you feel? You're a big Witcher fan. How do you feel uh, with the show? And we're going to do a cinema room mm. on the show, of course, um, for full yeah, spoilers. I mean. But um, to keep it spoiler free and just in general, how are you feeling now as a Witcher fan with the massive success of the show? I'm feeling very good. It's great to see. I love that The Witch has become topical again. Because it's been five years since The Witcher 3 came out. I mean, it's been like... When did Blood and Wine come out? That was end of 2016 or something? Or mid twenty, early 2016? It was like May or something. Um, and so it's been a long time since, since The Witcher 3 has been properly relevant. Although it's always been somewhat relevant, like with all the clones coming out. Like Assassin's Creed trying to replicate it. You got Horizon Zero Dawn doing similar things. Um, and whatnot and that sort of genre becoming really big after the witcher 3 so it's always referenced people always talking about oh it's like the witcher 3 but not as good um (laughs) but it's so nice to see after the show being so good and then lots of people playing the witcher and then like i made a video on the witcher 3 just after i finished watching the show as part of my event calendar and it got like it's on like sixty-five thousand views and it's just a video of me just like sitting down playing the witcher 3 and everyone was just really into it everyone that commented on it that just like stumbled across it through the algorithm or whatever was like oh this was great fun just to see someone revisiting the wisher 3 that loves it as much as i do and everything um and it's just great to see so i think it's been really good for cd project red as well like I, I i can imagine it's done done them a lot for the marketing of cyberpunk as well because after watching the witcher show and the witcher becoming big and the lots of people playing the witcher 3 again i'm sure a lot of people have looked into this new release coming from the same devs so i'm sure that's great for them exactly uh, right that's how that's how it's just great that's right mate because i told you i don't care about cyberpunk for ages mm-hmm. you remember that? but mm-hmm. now i remember it's, yeah it's vividly. It, do you remember vividly um <laughs> it's now i put on my top five list because now that i've mm-hmm. been playing the witcher i'm like all right let's have a look and actually pay attention to cyberpunk and i said this in my most anticipated games video but mm-hmm. i in terms of setting it's like comparing the last of us and uncharted to me just the concept of Uncharted, I much prefer to a fucking zombie game. Any day of the yeah, week, yeah, sure. would rather play an Uncharted than a Last of Us game. But I still like The mm. Last of Us a lot. And that goes the same of like Fallout and Skyrim from Bethesda. I'd rather yeah, play yeah. an Elder Scrolls game any day than a Fallout game because post-apocalypse versus fantasy. Fantasy RPG, any day wins. So would mm-hmm. I rather play a new Witcher game than Cyberpunk? 100%. But it still looks like a phenomenal game and I'm excited to play yeah. it. So I am yeah, excited I'm about for the same. Now. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm very excited to see what they do. But obviously, medieval fantasy is my favorite genre yeah. of, of anything. So yeah. I'm obviously, The Witcher is always going to be top for me. The same as like, you're never going to beat Elder Scrolls with a Fallout. But it's, um, I'm, I'm just, I'm very, I'm looking forward to Cyberpunk because it's CD Projekt Red and I know what they can do. And for everything we've seen so far, it looks like they're really going in deep with all these systems and everything. So it's going to be fun to see what Cyberpunk ends up being in the end. Are they doing more Witcher games? Uh, I believe so, because when they were marketing Witcher 3, they marketed as like, this is Geralt's last game, is what they were saying, not like it's the last Witcher game. So I imagine they'll do another Witcher. I'm pretty Uh, sure... Plus, didn't they just like sign a contract with the author of the books or something? Yeah. Yeah, To like renew their deal with the brand or something. So they're definitely doing more with the the Witcher. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they do another game with Geralt, purely because... The Witcher 3 was their first... Like, because The Witcher 1 and The Witcher 2 were both very successful games in their no, own right, but The Witcher 3 was... Witcher 3, thanks for that. The... <laughs> Maybe he does! <laughs> Depends on the ending! <laughs> but, um... 
Yeah, but Witcher thing, two was more like double A, and then Witcher three was triple mm-hmm. A. So they finally... Witcher three was like it was such a big game as well, and like the success of it and everything. Like it's like people had finally found their series, and I think to them maybe that maybe they were thinking the Witcher three will be a very similar story to like a to the first two is like this will be a good game for our audience and stuff like that will wrap up our story. But it did. I feel like the Witcher three probably did a lot better than they ever thought that it would do. Um, yeah. And so, especially like even when you look at all the marketing for it, like it was never like people were never super into it. Like when you watch them perform like demos at E3 and stuff, the audience isn't going crazy like they are now for Cyberpunk. Um, so clearly, The Witcher Three outperformed what they were expecting and it to plus, do, and I think that might show, have shifted. And with the show as well, this new interest in Geralt, like I think it would be a shame for them to throw that away. So I wouldn't mm. be surprised if they decide to follow him again. Um, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they stick to what stick to what they were doing because it's CD Projekt Red, and so yeah. if they don't want another Garrett game, if they think his story's done, then I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't want done. spoilers at all, so, but this is probably a terrible question to ask. Would, would, do you think it'll be a completely new Witcher, or do you think it'd be Siri? I think completely new. Okay. Okay. A lot of people, yeah, I don't know. Fair enough. I think I think it'll be completely new. Fair enough. All right. Um. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, um, Actually, the next... I, I kind of want to add real quick. Uh, yeah, CD, CD Projekt Red is kind of crazy right now because I feel like they've tripled in employees since The Witcher 3. So, like, Cyberpunk is their longest game that's been in development, and they have, like, three times the amount of employees. So whatever mm. they make is going to be crazy compared to The Witcher 3 in terms of just pushing the industry forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. makes a lot of sense. Oh, and that's what I want to see out of Cyberpunk, right? It's like, where do, which three set the tone for RPGs for the last five years? What does Cyberpunk do? Mm-hmm. We're gonna find I really out. want to see... I, re- I really want to see Assassin's Creed try to replicate Cyberpunk. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. Because I, I want them to go for that first-person yeah. um, yeah. cyberpunk sci-fi setting. You know, I was thinking the same the thing. whole modern-day game. Straight they, out of my head, James. Straight out of my head. That's what I want. That's really what I really want. Ashraf, take notes. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, on to change to change subjects, James. You because Brett and I are in good countries. We have Disney Plus now, but you don't yeah, have it no, yet. Uh, yeah. But you get it in March, and you yeah, get two months from today. Exactly and you, two and, months from and today, and then you'll get Clone Wars. So, um, yeah. Brett, have you got Disney Plus? Uh, yeah, I've been. Uh, well, I watched The Mandalorian, which was great, and uh, I rewatched all all the star wars movies before episode nine came out so yeah i've been yeah i've been using it how do you how do you like it how you find disney plus uh it's i feel like it's kind of bland now that the mandalorian's over like there was so much content and then it just once you're done with mandalorian and star wars like i've i've already rewatched all the mcu movies before endgame so all the marvel movies really don't matter to me so for me personally, I just I need more content now. And what about this? All the old Disney movies. I Watch Aladdin. I haven't watched that yet. I watched Lion King. Watch Hercules. Watch High School Musical. The, the musical, musical. The, the series. Show. Yeah. 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 He's already seen. He's already seen. Yeah. No, it's my favorite show on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Better than The Mandalorian. High School Musical. The musical. The series. Yeah, but but for me personally, stuff. I really like physical. So I have a 4K Blu-ray player. And for me, it's just mm-hmm. I physical is way better than streaming the quality and just everything. So 
I'm not even that into streaming, to be honest. I well. like Aladdin has a 4K Blu-ray okay, disc. Boomer. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm headed out again. It's been fun. Thanks, guys, for having me. I'm head out. I'm head out. Okay, uh, boomer. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever used that meme. I love it. It was a good way to use it. I said it to my mum like two weeks ago, and she's like, I don't know what a boomer is. And I'm like, that's why you're a boomer. <laughs> She got real mad just because she had no idea what I was talking about. Oh, that's so great. That's so great. But, James, are you excited to get Disney Plus um, uh, and yes. as well Clone Wars? Yeah, because, I mean, obviously I illegally watched The Mandalorian. Of course you did. Uh, and will illegally watch Clone Wars. I don't want to, but they're forcing me to do this. Yeah, no, I Because I have to stay topical. Yeah, um, it's your job. It's your but, job. You can't be exactly. on this podcast and not have... You know, seen that stuff. Well, I mean, you could have not seen Clone Wars because we're not going to talk about Clone Wars. But yeah. Oh, that's upsetting. But uh, well, I'm not going to watch Clone Wars ever. Uh, so. That's even more upsetting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm going to get Disney Plus when it's out, which is two months, March 24th, uh, in the UK, and I will use it. I'm sure pretty often. You know, we're going to get new stuff all the time. But also, I just love Disney a lot. Yeah. So I can finally have immediate access to Disney things that I yeah. like, like old Disney movies, mm-hmm. and, and it's super cheap. That, you know it is it is yeah expensive. it is super cheap this is not sponsored but you know um now we're sponsored by proper 12 Plus. irish whiskey shout out <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> this <laughs> is where if we had an i have a bottle sponsor, upstairs yeah i have a bottle upstairs we should have you know yeah we'd, yeah we'd do our little sponsor segment where we'd read out the little sponsor message but unfortunately we don't get sponsors on this podcast we Maybe can now day. that we've changed the name of the podcast to yeah, Asset that's a good podcast. Point. so yeah. so shout out if you're a sponsor and you're a sponsor this podcast and you're not one of those random we can uh put ads on your videos and make you more money but we're not from a real company um not one of those emails i want a real email of like a product yeah come on you know we want like a dollar shave club or um like mattress firm or something yeah you know? yeah, yeah, yeah 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 casper mattress or something like that yeah yeah yeah, what, yeah nord sure. vpn that's a good one audible mm. all those nice ones yeah, honey good ones. i love honey skillshare a- yeah Skillshare. I don't. I don't think we're quite ready for Skillshare. That's real life bullshit. <laughs> That's like a smart people shit. Squarespace. Um, Squarespace. Yep. Yep. Are <clears throat> you yeah. Squarespace? It's great. Sponsors. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Give us. us some sponsorships. I want money. Anyway. We'll do. Um, <laughs> we'll do you. It's bits, January. So. We're not making any money. Please. Please sponsor yeah. us. Yeah, come on, give us some sponsors. I am making no money. I'm going to be homeless. I just bought a house and I'm going to be homeless. Yeah, the first, leg- so. the first legitimate sponsor the As Always podcast gets. This is will will be shouted out for life from us. That's all I'm saying. They'll be our best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Unless my- your product's shit, so just don't have a shit product. My last three <laughs> videos have been copyright claimed. So please sponsor me. Thank you. I don't know how you and Ethan put out copyright claimed videos. I could never do that. I won't be able to sleep at night knowing I've put out a video well, that's got copyright claimed. I don't know how Ethan does it, but since YouTube isn't my full-time job, it, I mean, it kind of bothers me when I see a video blow up. Like, So that Watch Dogs mm. first-person video got like 200,000 mm. views, and I didn't make any money from it. So that kind of well, bothers me. You can't risk it. Yeah, you can't but risk it. You just got to maximize time, your revenue. Yeah, I guess, but... What was it that got copyright? Was it just, like, a piece of music? Oh, yeah. For that one, that was my fault. Like, I used copyright music. But then Red Dead... <laughs> just changed no. the music. It's <laughs> not even that hard. No, let me tell you why that sucks. So that Red Dead video, I okay. made almost 100,000 views. And it got... Yeah. Well, it didn't even... So the way they claimed it is they tracked it. So they didn't put ads on it. Right. So when I disputed it, there was no ads on the video. So I didn't make any money for 90,000 views. 
and the part that they oh. claimed was the Red Dead Online beta trailer that I used for 20 seconds at the start of the video. Oh, they claimed a so fucking dumb. Why not beta. just change that? What? Like, why don't you just change that? Oh, I didn't like, think just the upload vi the video as private and then see if it gets claimed and then edit it. Well, that's for, just what I always do. For that video, I just I didn't think it would do that well, and I didn't feel like re-editing it just because that was just my vision. So yeah, I just threw it out there. I up. I yeah, that was also kind of my fault. But they shouldn't be claiming a fucking beta trailer. So yeah, they shouldn't be. But Rockstar do that all the fucking time. And then it's really annoying. And then with this Arkham video, I got claimed for using Batman music. And it's just oh like, uh, yeah, you. I saw you tweet out it. that you had oh to keep like re-editing it. It's just like at that point, it's not <laughs> worth it for me. For you, it, it is. It was horrible. Yeah, no. I had fourteen copyright claims, oh my God. and I had to go back in, <laughs> find all the exact timestamps, and just like lower the audio. And I had to keep re-rendering it and putting it up, and then seeing if it got copyright claims. And eventually, I got it down to like three copyright claims. I had to keep lowering the audio, um, and I think it turned out fine. But like. There's some parts where the audio is lower than I want it to be, but I had to do it because otherwise it would not be worth the three weeks I spent on it. That would be really stupid of me to just, you know, that intro. So did the intro music ever get claimed that you were like, no, well, okay. Cause that would have been no, awful. Imagine that. Yeah. I don't know what I would have done. I'd <laughs> find some royalty free <laughs> trailer music or something. Shit. I, do I don't love know why royalty free trailer claimed, music though, but... to be fair. Some of it's actually not that bad. Royalty free ukulele music is the best. Um, <laughs> I, 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 should, I, should, I should just use that, that in the background of all my videos. Just a nice little upbeat ukulele um, where it says audio jungle every 20 seconds. That's the sort oh, of thing that's that great. I want. That's great. Great idea. Great yeah. idea. Um, <clears throat> I saw on, just to go back to Disney Plus, I saw you mm -hmm. post on Twitter, you, well, you retweeted a John Campier clip. Uh, of him talking Me. about Ahsoka, oh and how and all of you guys getting fucking butt hurt about, um, yeah, it was you, wasn't it? The it was a yeah, 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 and it was John Campier, who's like former Collider host and runs his own, you know, quite big successful YouTube channel now, uh, mm -hmm. talking about <laughs> how much Ahsoka sucks. And has no business battling Darth Maul, and also completely agree with him. Everything he what said, Matt, I was fuck like, are you talking about? Get the fuck him. out! You've never seen Clone Wars. He's talking so much shit. Agree. That was the John one of the Campion. one of the most retarded fucking things I've ever seen on the internet. He's just like. He's, he's just spouting so much fucking nonsense. What? I don't know who the guy like, is. That's the, the first clip I've ever seen. All the replies were literally like, he's just repeating the same statement over and over in a different tone. And that was like basically <laughs> the entire clip. It was I so it. fucking weird. Also, it. Ahsoka's fucking brilliant. I mean, how can you watch Clone Wars and be like, no, Ahsoka's no good. How, no, you, could have, you could have well, stopped to that sentence halfway through, James, at... How do you watch Clone Wars? And then just left it. Ah, uh, you know, you need to get off this podcast right now because these opinion, these are these are George level takes, and I don't like this one bit. I bet you even George would like Clone Wars. How dare you? And he has some he has some bad takes. How dare you threaten to betray me, James? How dare you? <laughs> Look, I'm still back. Team Tynamite, but take I'm on back. the edge now. What you, are some you, bad you takes? Me. I'm on the what fence. are some bad takes that George has? I'm curious. Oh, uh, you know, incels are all right. You know, the oh, incels are good, and even when they attack his his you know brother's girlfriend, yeah, yeah, I remember he's like, that oh, one. I feel like I understand where they're coming from. <laughs> yeah, the Gregorian calendar one, take. the Gregorian calendar one, 
destroyed me. <laughs> destroyed me. <laughs> I was like, I'm a head out. I'm done with Twitter and everything for the rest of my life. Uh, look, look, from a certain perspective, Tyler, if your user calendar... He's like, imagine no the Gregorian calendar is the only calendar of LOL. And it was just like, he, he had that moment where he thought that was like a mic drop, I win <laughs> moment. And I'm like, you look fucking retarded. <laughs> If you technically use the Hindu calendar, then technically there's a year zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah owned. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Fuck cool. off. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Cool. But oh, also... so funny. Ridiculous. So ridiculous. Oh. Um, but also coming to Disney Plus is a thing called the Obi-Wan mm-hmm. show. A thing called the Obi-Wan show. Yeah, that's what it's called in the title. Is it called the o- Star yeah. Wars The Obi-Wan Show? Yes, it is. That's what I just said. Good. Now, it's on Exciting. hold. I'm not sure if you've heard. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I have heard. Because Kathleen Kennedy doesn't like the scripts. Well, apparently so. But also, Ewan McGregor's saying otherwise. He's saying, apparently, that's not true. And apparently, they're just, they want to make some alterations to the scripts, but not that she doesn't like them. And also, he was under the impression that, it, that they've changed the filming date, but it's still airing the same day they always intended to air it. So, yeah, right. Uh, I don't know what's going on there. It's a bit weird because they did they did like read the scripts and like give it the go ahead, and now all of a sudden everyone's reporting that Kathleen Kennedy doesn't like the scripts. But maybe that's an over exaggeration. Maybe it is just that they decided that this show, being as popular as it is, maybe the scripts could have just do with a bit of alteration to go in a different direction and maybe just do more. Maybe they underplayed it with the scripts, and although it was good, they're like maybe we could just push it a bit further and do more with this. So. Um, and maybe it's to do with the response to the rise of Skywalker as well. Maybe there's some stuff they're changing based on that. So I think I know, read somewhere but... that it's similar to the Mandalorian script, where it's like uh, Obi Wan just taking care, maybe it was of Luke or just someone, and uh, it was just kind of similar, and she didn't like that aspect. <laughs> it's literally the same. The whole thing is the same. Yeah, but it's Obi Wan. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's just a skin. Of, yeah. <laughs> it's the whole thing. The whole thing's exactly the same. And Obi-Wan's like, oh my god, baby Luke has the Force. Well, how is that possible? And he's really confused <laughs> yeah, by it. He's fucking Alzheimer's. I think Kathleen Kennedy's just getting too much hate for this one. Like, I mean, she obviously... I don't like Kathleen Kennedy. I thought she ruined the new Star Wars movies. Uh, but I think people are just trying to, like, blame it on her. Mm-hmm. But really, I think she's actually trying to make this show as good as it can be. Hopefully. Well, she's trying yeah. to, whether yeah. that means it'll actually be good, because yeah. her opinion of a Star Wars isn't really... Yeah, I know. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Kath- I think Kathleen Kennedy's the biggest Star Wars fan of all time, to be honest. So, I really do. Um, so, I think it's going to be the best thing ever. Um, I don't know. I, Star Wars is a bit of a weird one. It can either go one way or the other. I don't know. This is the only one I care about, though. The Obi-Wan shows all I've yeah. wanted since Disney bought it. I'm like, make an Obi-Wan fucking movie. It has to be good. Now it's a show, whatever, just make it with Ewan McGregor. What are we mm-hmm. doing? So, I do care about this. But there's another show on hold as well. Mindhunter. Oh, gosh, yeah. Mindhunter. Yeah. In my opinion, the best show Netflix has ever produced. The first two yeah, seasons are two of the best seasons of television ever. I haven't watched the second season. Well, I love the first th- one, but oh. I haven't got to the second one yet. I'm excited, though. It's very good. Yeah, so Mindhunter's potential third season has been put on hiatus because David Fincher wants to focus on other projects and has a apparently Boy. hectic schedule. Um, he's making a Netflix film and second season okay. of Love, Death and Robots. Way better than Mindhunter, of course, so let's not worry <laughs> about it. That's my favourite show. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, love it. So... And the actors have been released from their contracts for Mindhunter. So he's like, I may come back to Mindhunter in the future. He doesn't want to hold the actors on their contracts if they're looking for other work. So he's let them go on their contracts. And then when he wants to come revisit Mindhunter again, which means he won't. So Mindhunter is pretty much over, guys. Yeah, I think that. I mean, yeah. Netflix's best show is. Is. Pretty much over because of a show called Love, Sex, and Robots. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he has any ideas. I think that's what the issue is. I reckon he has he no. About he has a plan. Like, you know, he has he has five seasons planned. He's already said he's like, I got the sh- going on, I've got man. the show planned out for five seasons. It's because he was going to do that second season of Love, Death, or Love, Sex, and Ro- whatever the fucking dumb shit it's called, and <laughs> he got an opportunity to make a Netflix movie. Is I think the big thing that's. Where Mindhunter Season 3 fits into the schedule, he's now making a movie instead. So, Net- so maybe give it a bit longer. and Did Netflix really just, like, kind of trash their own show in a way by giving him a movie? Like, if they didn't give him a movie, you would probably be working on this, or you still think he would yeah, be? Yeah, I say he mm. would be working on this. Because he, he said, he's like, I when Season 2 is coming, he's like, I have the whole show planned out. It goes for five seasons. That's all the show goes for. Yeah. So. Well... I hope it comes back because it is my favorite Netflix show. So, you know, I I would I'd love to see it come back. Uh, so does it. Which I've still got some hope that it will, but you never know. When people get caught up in other projects and they're like, "Oh, there's that old thing. I guess one day I could revisit it." And things come up and things happen and people move on and the actors are doing different things. Like, I don't know. You might you might you might find that in a couple of years it comes back or that I don't know that it just won't ever. It'll just sort of fade off into obscurity but uh i don't know we'll have to wait and see but I'd, I'd always love to see it yeah the problem is the more time goes on the more unlikely it becomes that the show yeah exactly out. so yeah. we'll see what happens we'll see what happens mm-hmm. all right well that took way longer to go through the current events than i planned but the main topic of this podcast is can xbox win the next generation of consoles so Probably no, about they time can't. Thanks, everybody. Time to go home. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, I wanted to talk about this because one first podcast of twenty twenty. This year, the next generation mm-hmm. consoles come out, and it's been a you know type of conversation. What can Xbox do? Can Xbox come back? Can they win? Now, mm-hmm. I would say no, straight away. It, it would it's pretty simple. Just the momentum still on PlayStation side. There's nothing the Xbox yeah. are doing that are outdoing Sony. There's no reason to jump ship. Um, mm. They're not doing anything wrong, but they're not doing anything to be better, right? They're just kind of like yeah. been playing catch up for a few years. It's two things I like the, of what they're doing. Mm. Or one, two things I like what they're doing, but also that's kind of coming into it is. All these... Over the last month, how many fucking games have been delayed? Yeah, there's a lot of them. A lot of delays, man. That's going to impact console sales for next gen. Because I... Don't you think so? You've got all these games coming out in September, October now. You've got a massive slate, and they're not necessarily coming straight to a PlayStation 5. Like, you've just... Oh, I see what you're saying. A casual mm-hmm. fan just buys The Last of Us Part 2 in September. 
are they really going to then spend their money on a new console that doesn't have those games they just bought? Why would they buy it in September? When's it come out? May? June? July? When does it come out? May, right? I thought it got delayed. Or has it been yeah, delayed Yeah, I thought it May? got delayed from February to May. Yeah, it's yeah, May. May. Pretty sure. When's Ghost of Tsushima? Has that been delayed? It uh, hasn't got released yet. Oh, sick. I bet that soon. It's just 2020. Really? Okay. No. So, you buy these games on the console you own. What makes you buy the PlayStation 5? Yeah, you're right. People won't have a reason to buy the next generation console because they have so many games coming out end of the year. Yeah. But here's my other theory, right, with all these delays, is why are all these games getting fucking delayed right now? And it, does it have something to do with the next generation of consoles? Is there something they need to do to make these games significantly better for next gen maybe there's a maybe there's something they need to do to work on these games for a little bit longer so that there's something about the ps5 and the new xbox that pushes these games to the next level that is causing them to delay all their games at this stage it's pure conjecture but it's very strange they've all been delayed around the same time like a ton of games like you've obviously got the big ones like cyberpunk and the last of us but on top of that, you've obviously got like uh, Avengers, which I mean needed to be delayed. Final you've got Fantasy. Watch Dogs. All of all of um, Ubisoft's games that were meant to come out um, the last year and like uh, whatever have been delayed until what was it like uh, at least after like the first quarter of 2020 or something like that. Um, so it's weird. But then you've also got um, like Dying Light 2 randomly got delayed for no reason, and uh, Iron Man VR got delayed for some reason. So it's it's weird that like every game is being delayed. I think, even I mean, it was even uh, Final Fantasy VII remake got delayed. Yeah. Uh, it was like one month though. Um, but it's weird. I, I, I just don't know what's causing it unless it re- genuinely is just a complete coincidence. But uh, it's yeah, it's, it's very a, strange. It's a massive streak. The rumor is PlayStation Five and the Xbox One, the Xbox One, the Xbox Series X. Was mm-hmm. Fucking. Jesus Christ. That's not actually the name of the console. It's not? Which is which is even more confusing. So the Series X is like the so the new Xbox is just called Xbox. Um but the Series X is this series of Xbox. So this is Xbox Series X, then they'll do like, I don't know what you just fucking of, said, James. Uh, what I don't does that know. even mean? Microsoft don't know what they're doing, clearly, but like the new Xbox is just called Xbox. That's just the name of the console. It's just Xbox. But they're going to release several, I guess, and those are all within the Series X collection of Xboxes. <laughs> and then, no, I no, I still... Like... that You're not saying anything. <laughs> what you're saying is nothing right now. I don't know what you're saying. Like, it's I... so weird. I don't, why can't they just do normal names? I don't understand why Microsoft insists on doing this all the time. Like, from Xbox to Xbox 360, fair enough, that's fine. But then you've got Xbox One, and now you're just going with Xbox but it's in a Series X collection of consoles, is so unnecessarily confusing. There's no need for it. Why are they Why are they making things harder for themselves to sell their console? There's just, there's no need for it. When PlayStation is just like, we've got the PlayStation, and now we've got the PlayStation 2 and 3 and 4 and 5. It's so much more simple. I just don't know what they're doing with the Xboxes. It's, it's really weird. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Whoever names this needs to be fucking fired. They need to be fired. Whoever comes up with these ideas and goes... Because and, I bet there's one guy in the room going, what? No, don't do this. And they're like, no, we're doing it. Oh, no, we've got to be new and inventive and fresh and crazy and quirky. This is what all the kids like these days. Jesus they Christ. like things to be all new and interesting. You can't just name things, you know, what, simply. Yeah, what they are. 
Uh, okay, so I don't understand what that what any of we just talked about is. Anyway, no. Here's my thoughts. Other than the whole naming thing for Xbox is a terrible idea, and it's not mm-hmm. going to do well for marketing, uh, at least from what we're seeing now. But one, there's two things I like about what they're doing. One is they're releasing their new console with a new Halo. You have to. Mm-hmm. You can't release a new Xbox without a Halo. Great move. I've said that from the beginning. Don't release the next Halo until the next Xbox is coming out and launch it together. Um, now, the reason I like that is most people are PlayStation 4s. Mm-hmm. And yes, Halo Infinite is going to come out on the Xbox One, but people that don't have an Xbox One that are PlayStation 4 and they're looking at PlayStation 5 or the new Xbox, they see a Halo game with a new Xbox. I believe it will be a driver for people to jump ship, at least initially. At least initially. And there's not never that many games that are only on the new generation console in the first 12 months. In fact, Xbox, and this is the second thing I actually like about what they're doing, Xbox aren't releasing any first-party games on the next generation consoles within the first 12 to 18 months. I like How it. is that going to be good, though? <laughs> Let me explain. Because no one has the console. No yeah, one but, has yeah, but the consoles. No one's going to yeah, get no it if you don't it. put any games on mm, it, though. What are they going to buy it for? Halo. The... But Halo no, is not even that popular as it used to be in the early what? 2000s. Nah, it's still... Dude, it's still top mm, three best-selling nah. franchises of all time. Oh, it's the best-selling... Yeah, it's, it's also the best-selling... No, no. Halo 5 and 4 sold amazing. It's, it is still... The only thing that sells better than Halo is Call of Duty and Rockstar games. They're the only two things that sell better. Uncharted has never, ever sold more than a Halo game. God of War Horizon has not sold better than a Halo game. Hmm. Halo 4, I can't see the stats for Halo 5, but Halo 4 is, yeah, nearly 9 million. Which is, yeah, that's... I that's, mean, Spider-Man PS4 for, sold for more than that. Party. 9 million. Halo 4 sold 9 million. Bullshit. It came out on 360. Uh, it came out on the Xbox 360. You're telling me Halo 4 sold 9 million. I don't believe that for a second. Yeah. Halo 3 sold 12 million, roundabouts. Isn't that funny? Because uh, Horizon Zero Dawn sold more than that. So did God of War. <laughs> so you're just wrong. <laughs> it's as if that cannot be true. 12 million. Halo 3... Is one of the greatest and most popular games of all time. It's a mainstream game. You're telling me Halo 3 only sold 12 million copies. That can't be There's right. There's no... Halo 5, they haven't revealed Who, where the are you read, Where are you reading this from? Google. Google what? That, like, on, on Google or a website? Halo sales numbers. Here we go. We've got... So this one's... This wasn't where I was looking at it. I can't find the original one. This is from Wikipedia. What do you mean you can't find the original one? here on... Trusted reviews. This is where it was. The exact okay. sales figures for each Halo franchise, each each title in the Halo franchise, are as follows: Combat Evolved, six point four million; Halo Two, eight point four million; Halo Three, eleven point eight seven million; Halo Wars, about two point three; ODST, six point two; Reach, nine point five. That's a lot for ODST. Uh, That's a lot of sales. Combat Evolved Anniversary, two point two; Halo Four, eight point nine four 
million and they haven't revealed the sales numbers for five is what this other i guess uh, i guess i i've always looked at the numbers as the franchise and you forget they're counting anniversary halo wars odst 65 million sales is the total um that's a lot of sales the total sales for the halo franchise 65 million not as much as i thought wow i'm fucking wrong i got egg on my face right now that is what a what a shame that uh, what's most shocking to me is halo 4's numbers because you got master chief back it's on 360 at the end of the console where the most people who where the most people have the Mm. console Reach was also great, and Halo 3 was really great. I think it's just that Halo died out a little bit. I don't think people like Halo as much as they used to. It's not no, as but big, you're telling me people don't like... Halo 3 sales shock me. 11.8 million for Halo 3. I mean, granted, 2007, that's a, that's lot, a lot of copies. Yeah, it's a lot for, for yeah, 2007, uh, Xbox 360. You know, it's that's a lot of that's a lot of sales. That's huge numbers. But, uh, yeah, Halo, I mean, Halo 4 does seem a little bit low. And the fact they haven't revealed the Halo 5 sales oh, numbers is I'm worrying. Not, not sure. I, I reckon it's probably about shit. 5 million, I reckon, for Halo 5. That's that's my guess. Well, it's also, no five one has the Xbox One, million. right? Yeah, I mean, but they do now. Yeah. So, I reckon, yeah, that's, it's, I, I just, I feel that Halo isn't a console seller like it used to be. And... If if it's gonna be, it has to be really, really good. I don't think they can just sell on the back of Halo anymore, um, which I think is really what's worrying me most about the next generation of consoles. Is because all we've seen so far. I mean, Hellblade is there. I've seen there's a sequel to that coming out. I never played the first one, but I know it was really popular. Um, and it was one of those games that I think probably will push people to buy an Xbox. But Halo is one of those games where it's almost. I almost see it like Assassin's Creed. The way like back in the day, that would have been a huge ip whereas now it's like halo is a huge ip but also nobody cares yeah yeah it's it's one of those things where like i feel like they've done it for so long and it hasn't they haven't had a big hitter in a while um it's a different studio and you know people that don't have an xbox that are on playstation are going to look at the new xbox and be like what what have they got coming with an xbox well they've got halo infinite i don't care i'm just gonna stick to the playstation we've got uncharted the last of us we've got god of war Spider-Man, but no 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 but you're saying wide. they have that but they don't have that playstation 4 has that so what do you what do you want I mean, immediately 5. and that's what the casual yeah, fan can... is thinking no the casual fan is not thinking what should i invest in in the long term let's have a look at five years down the line of when the next god of war comes no they're thinking what's out right now what can i play immediately is there a Call yeah, of Duty on the console? Be... Is there a Halo on the console? Is there a God of War on the console? No, well, there's a Halo on that one. Yeah, but that's true. But we still don't know what we're getting for the PlayStation. No, yet. no, we don't. If it's Horizon Zero Dawn 2, then better. it's, it's going to be... Well, I think it's going to be better regardless. Yeah, and I'll tell you what I thought Xbox did wrong with the Xbox One other than the console. Um, the way they launched the console and, and announced and everything like that. But... They tried to make too many first-party games right at the start. They didn't optimize the new technology well. They rushed all these first-party games and then had nothing to speak of for the next three years, four years, in terms of first-party mm. games. What came out for the Xbox One other than... Yeah, there was Halo 5. Probably. Rise of War. That didn't Son, launch with it, did Son it? of Rome. Seven oh, yeah. different Gears of War games. Um, one with plush toys. Um, Sunset Overdrive. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, they launched God. with Sunset Overdrive, they launched with Rise, Son of Rome, and there was like one more, a Forza. Forza. 
yeah, Forza game. Yeah. Um, and Rise could have been an incredible game, but it was just like this rushed, it's rushed experience, nothing, yeah. and it was kind of nothing. Whereas, if Fighter you, within. <laughs> you you release you release Halo Infinite on launch, and you really have your first party games ready for when you've got some consoles sold, but also when they're mm. ready to use the technology properly, when they're actually groundbreaking games. Like, I don't expect Fable 4 to come out until 2021 end at the earliest. I'd probably say 2022, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? I agree. I would be surprised I think I think we get. A, I think, I believe we get a Fable teaser at this E3, or at the I very least, so, yeah. with the new Xbox and being announced. They're going to have a bunch of teasers for the new mm-hmm. Xbox games, next generation games. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so, too. I think that's what they've got to go at it with now, is they've got to show that... Because they've been saying, like, all this time, they're like, oh, look at these studios we've bought, and look at these, these are, we're working on so many new things, can't wait to show you. Like, this has got to be, now they're going full marketing mode for the for the new Xbox. This has got to be the year where they really double down on everything, or, like, start showing everything, and we get teasers for stuff, and we start seeing tech demos, and just sort of showing what the new Xbox can do, and here's the shit that's actually coming for it to try and sell their console. Because, I mean, they're really trying to compete. They need to really try and compete with Sony this year. They can't just sit on the sidelines and not do it because they've you know the poor the poor performance from xbox in in this generation has been detrimental to to the xbox brand so um it's really what we need to see is them really stepping up and competing especially since we see playstation getting a little bit complacent um they're not showing up to e3 anymore Mm -hmm. you know they're you know they're really holding back on what they show us because i think they think right well we've got them now we don't have to show as much. We don't have to. We don't have to be at E3 anymore. And this is really Xbox's time to strike and be like, trying, <laughs> trying their the hardest that they can, um, because Sony is. I think they're falling into that that trap a little bit. Um, not a lot, but a little bit. I think the Xbox, the new Xbox for next generation. I think Sony are too far ahead, way too far ahead, that I don't think Xbox can win. The next generation. I think they can win the generation after that, though. Mm-hmm. But I think what they can do this generation is compete. I think they can actually mm-hmm. compete this generation and spend the time really fighting back. I think it's too far away to win it, but this is their turning point. They just lost brutally. Mm-hmm. It was a brutal defeat this generation. It was really mm-hmm. just fucking. PlayStation was just savage. And they're still going with Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima are coming out in the last year of the consoles um, lifespan. Yeah. And they're just literally just putting the last bit of dirt on top of the grave that is the Xbox One. But this no, next generation, no. Xbox can compete. Xbox can compete. They're focusing on the right things. And as you said, all they've been announcing with the new studios, they've been bought, focusing on games and first party games and exclusives. They're doing all the right things that I want to hear them doing. They just need to execute now, and it's too late, in my opinion, for them to win it, even if they execute it correctly. But what they're going to do is compete, put the Xbox back in top of mind to some customers that are out there, and hopefully bring fans back in, try to resurrect Halo to some extent, bring in new franchises and new IPs that we haven't seen before that is Xbox exclusives, um, even bring some Halo, uh, Fable fans back in, uh, mm-hmm. plus be a big service with Game Pass and push 
the technology of a console forward and the service of a console forward. Game Pass is a great idea. I love what they've done with it. Uh, that needs to be more advertised, more top of mind for this next generation. And then hopefully by the end of the next generation, it's not a landslide victory, but it was like PlayStation 5 won, but you know, Xbox were in there and they, and they released some really good games. And that's what I'm hoping. Uh, and I think it's the mm-hmm. best case scenario in my opinion for what's next. Yeah. For me, I Brett, don't, I don't Brett, think, how do you feel? I don't think Xbox will ever win. So out of all these consoles, that? they've never won. Even the Xbox 360s sold worse than the PS3. They have never won like a console war in sales. I mean, I mean, you you yeah. say that you say that about the PlayStation That's Three, true. but the PlayStation Three only caught up in the final year. I mean, it still beat it though. And here's the thing. Yeah, but but if you if you if your if your tally is who sold the most by the last second, but Xbox was winning every year up until the final year. I mean, PS Three came yeah, out I mean, later and at a higher price point, and, and, and it still sold and, better. And yeah, true. But here, I mean, that's no, the thing, right? So, like, but, if I'm looking but, at but, who but, won the console who, war that who, generation, who sold more games? I don't know. Like, because if you if more Xboxes were out there when the games are coming out, what games are selling more? But here's Who's the thing: more money? I don't, I don't think Xbox is going to win because, all right. So for me, I have all the consoles right now. I have an Xbox One, PlayStation Four and pc i'm also biased by the way i'm an xbox guy if you don't yeah. know no so, i've always yeah. loved xbox but nowadays i like to play my games on pc and xbox is literally putting all their games on pc which i love but now as a as a console fan i'm never gonna buy an xbox because i'm gonna play it on pc playstation is now releasing their games on pc but it's like years later halo infinite at launch is gonna be on pc so why why for me would I have to buy an Xbox? There's just nothing there. Whereas PlayStation, I literally want to buy the console because it has Spider-Man and just games that Xbox doesn't have. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah well, but that's too. that's what I mean. It's up to Xbox to bring new IPs. It's all up to new IPs, not Halo, to me, to win the next generation. Having a Halo on launch is what you need to launch it, right? It's what you need to to do instant seller. But once people have the console, they need to put out. Because they want people to have it. They want people to have a console, and then they need to have these new IPs. Not just one, multiple different new IPs that are groundbreaking, that are as good and to the level of these Ghost of Tsushima's, these God of Wars. But even then, Horizons. those games will come to PC, even then. Like, they, they seem to, Xbox seems to be putting all of their first-party games on PC on launch. Yeah, but with, it's a Microsoft, it's on Windows 10, it's a Microsoft product. Yeah, but in that case, I don't think you're ever going to see the Xbox outbeat uh, a playstation in terms of sales because well certainly not because of that pc but, market yeah because like who is gonna buy you know because you got pc players that will buy a playstation yeah because they want to play the playstation games but those pc players will not be buying an xbox because they get all the third party and they get all the microsoft that's literally games as well on their pc that's literally the position i'm in right now it's like i like xbox but for now right now there's really no reason for mm-hmm. me to get the next gen because it's like all their games are coming to pc which again is a good thing i like that yeah but there's no incentive mm-hmm. now for me personally because yeah. i play on pc yeah. if you don't play on oh, pc yeah. and then, there's a very yeah. hmm. and there's a very big market of pc players as well that that's gonna take a big chunk out of them and i mean but the thing with that as well is microsoft are still winning in that yeah, sense definitely. it just won't show in console sales because microsoft is still making a lot of money and they can still win in terms of the exclusives they're putting out because people will be buying it on pc 
and you know the stuff with game pass and everything continuing all of their services but they just really need those games just to be putting out stuff that make people remember microsoft because otherwise people are just going to be playing sony games and third party games they're not going to be playing xbox games so yeah that's really what they need to do. I think the, I mean, the landscape is changing so drastically because, like you said, Brett, they're, even Sony are releasing their games on PC now. Um, and so, what is going to happen in you know, like a few a few years' time? Like, what are we going to see with these exclusives? Are you know, with them all coming to PC? Are PlayStation going to start releasing them on PC at the same time and stuff? Like, what do we? What because their priority, of course, is making money and releasing to the PC yeah. market will make them money, um, probably more so than it would than than, than they could sell consoles. So you know where it's going to be interesting to see where they go with exclusives in the next you know in the next decade and, and that's um, why where are we going to be in 2030 and that's why it's an advantage to put to their games on pc because they're going to make more money which means these games could be better so again everyone's winning for yeah. it going on pc mm-hmm. i see some people saying like playstation should never release their games on pc which is just stupid like it's a no, yeah they, they want money and if they're doing it years later too it's not it's not a big deal mm. no I think as well um, with these next consoles, I, I'm, I'm just thinking, I guess, from the perspective of someone who's going to have both. I'm on launch. I will own both uh, PlayStation and Xbox. Mm-hmm. I always use Xbox One as my third-party machine. Xbox is my main console in terms of where I play every game. I only play exclusives on the PlayStation, right? Because yeah, I just I pref- think Xbox is a better system and service. I enjoy Xbox's service better. I like how um, the console's set up. Um, it's it's user interface, everything. Uh, but that's just a person that's going to get both. I'm going to use the Xbox more because I'll use third parties and everything on there. Whereas PlayStation, mm. um, I, don't, I don't know. I, I've never been a big PlayStation user interface fan. I just... I really like PS4's interface. A lot more than Xbox One, actually. Xbox One is laggy and it confuses the fuck out of me sometimes really i really like ps4 i really like the way it's just really fucking simple mm. and it's so responsive and like sleek and clean whereas xbox is just like i feel like it's all over the place they have so many fucking panels everywhere and like you're sliding about these pages and like it's just like it's taking a while to load it's like playing playstation is like i just find i find a lot more when i'm when i'm looking for stuff on playstation and like xbox I, is like windows yeah i mean i i look at i look at Xbox, I guess, is a bit more than just a game console because I use it for so a bit more than that. Yeah, I, yeah, true, true. I mean, um, I mean, because like if you, I only play PlayStation for games, and it's simple, easy to use for that. But when I'm looking for yeah. stuff, if I want to find like a new game I've never played before, I look Xbox Marketplace is so easy to find lots on there. As same with like if you're watching movies or you're looking to like rent a movie or. Your, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I just find, and even just using apps or whatever, I just find Xbox. It's just easy for me to find shit and pin stuff and and customize it. You're used to it. Yeah, probably. I'm an Xbox biased Xbox guy. Yeah, and everyone's gonna be so are very mad. Easy, but... so mad. This guy's an but idiot. I... He doesn't know anything. Fucking Xbox sucks. What's he even talking about? What a fucking <laughs> Microsoft shill. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I think me, that. I use Xbox for all my third-party games too. I mean, the main reason for that is because the Xbox One X is the most powerful console. So why would I not use that over the PlayStation 4? Also, my PlayStation 4 Pro sounds like a jet engine when I turn <laughs> it on. So I'm not gonna, I'm, I try not to play it, to be honest with you, um, unless I have to, uh, which is why, another reason why I can't wait for the PS5 because I want to get rid of this fucking thing. Because every time I turn it on, it fills my room with hot air 
and just makes a fucking racket so i'm just i'm ready to get rid of it to be honest but that's the thing talking about the xbox one x being the most uh, powerful console is that something that xbox needs to continue doing as well like they need to have this next xbox be the most powerful console because that's another selling point yeah. like, xbox has to keep up all these other things they're doing because playstation has the games but xbox has the services and it has the hardware that playstation doesn't have even if it's only just a slight edge xbox has the edge in all of those things except for its exclusive so xbox needs to keep those up even moving into the next generation because you've got to have this be the most powerful console you've got to have it be. you've got to you know take game pass to the next level and xbox live to the next level and everything whilst also making first party games because for people that only care about you know playing the third part playing the next call of duty the next fifa the next um assassin's creed whatever it might be they're going to be looking at you know which console is the best console you know if they, if they care enough about that then they're going to go with xbox because it's the best console in terms of how it's going to run your games how your games are going to look and i think they need to keep that up for the next gen as well because i play all my third party games on xbox because it's the best platform to play third party games on the xbox one x just is objectively a better <sighs> console in terms of hardware but it is because it's literally has better better hardware so it's you know they've got to keep that up moving into the next gen as well because they can't just because the, all of their marketing for the one x was just you know the most powerful console on the market if they don't do that and the, the playstation is the most powerful console on the market oh, god. they've kind of fucked oh, themselves god. yeah what a nightmare and they, they can't do that so they got to keep that up and just have that edge even if it's just by a little bit whether it's you know slightly better resolution or better picture whatever they can do they need to you know do a better but faster load times all that sort of stuff yeah yeah well i'm i'm just I'm just hoping Xbox bounce back and I'm hoping they've taken this loss, massive, massive, massive loss of this generation um, to heart and are actually going to come back swinging. I don't yeah. want them to just go down and die and eventually Microsoft go, why are we even making consoles and they stop making the Xboxes? Because they might. That's a very, It's not like PlayStation. It's a very big possibility Microsoft decide to stop making consoles eventually. Yeah, yeah. And then you've just got uh, Sony and Nintendo and they've both got their separate audiences and separate and corners of the market. And Nintendo sucks, so, you know. No, Nintendo don't suck. Nintendo they do sick. suck. Oh, fuck. I love Nintendo. Oh, so lame. It's just a lame What's wrong with cookie Nintendo? cutter shit. I only thing I play on Nintendo is a Pokemon. That's it. That's it. Fucking, yeah, that's good. Oh god. Super Smash Bros is great. Uh, what? Whatever. You played one. You played all. Why of don't them. you like good games? What do you? What, what is does that even you? fucking mean? I just don't. Understand if you were to go you through your top like five games fun. all the time, they'd be pretty much the same as mine. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about when you say shit like this. Yeah, your, but if we were, if your MCU through, ranking like, is so weird. I'm like, our top ten is like the same. I don't know yeah, what you're talking go, about. If we were to go through top 100 games of all time, yeah. from like, I think I'd say be very 50 of them lists. would be the same. Yeah, but that's that's, that's a significant of amount of games. Yeah, not in the, they won't be in the same order though. Dude, like I don't Mario know. Odyssey was a very good game. I nah, love Mario that's, Odyssey. Why, you know, nah, why would I play that? Super why Mario Sunshine back in the day? That's nonsense. It's a nonsense you game. Do you, how do you not like Mario games? They're just really good fun. Like, fucking Mario Kart. I played so much Mario Kart. The new one. Whatever it's fucking called. What a whole lot of nonsense. That's you just nonsense. don't like good games. Yeah, that's nonsense. This. I bet you like Origins, don't you? Assassin's Creed Origins. 
because we don't like that anymore. Yeah, so yeah. I forgot. Yeah, the communities we're not allowed to like Origins anymore. No, I really bet you like that game. I really think Xbox needs um like a superhero game exclusive since PlayStation has Spider Man well, now. Seen that? Like that leak or whatever rumor that is probably completely and entirely untrue, but uh, we're saying that the Xbox is going to launch with a Superman game exclusive or whatever. Oh, oh uh, god, not Superman. Oh, god, any other character. Oh. If, if the other yeah, if they I mean, do, I'm <laughs> jumping ship. <laughs> I'm, Look, a, if you I'm a Sony guy now. Right, I'm all for it because I think it would have an incredible. I like, just don't think you can do a Superman game. I don't know. No, I don't think so either, and that's why I wouldn't want anyone to even attempt it because I think you're just going to fuck it up and it's going to be no good. Um, but if you could, I could imagine it being really good. But it, <laughs> it's just impossible. You can't really. Really. It's not going to be. Not so. only is he like powerful, and you know his weakness is just kryptonite, so they're going to use that as a story plot point. But just like the mechanics of Superman yeah. just flying around a city, it's just not that fun. With Spider-Man, you get to web swing around buildings and just there's movement to it whereas flying there really isn't much that's why i don't think iron man could also have a good game to be honest just the way they play yeah it's kind of hard to make sure. a game around flash it's difficult with suck too like what superheroes like do you think they could do other than batman and spider-man because i think those are the two perfect superhero yeah, they... game characters what what other ones out there really are there i mean, I mean you could like... do an iron man game i don't know why people haven't done a full-on iron man game that's not vr bullshit i still don't know they iron have. man would be pretty hard to do and yeah they've done two they've done two of them one and two <laughs> do you remember them? i mean i remember them but those weren't real games were they that's not real <laughs> i actually do you remember the captain america game first adventure yeah game? no captain america that was a good game that was like uh, i mean it wasn't yeah, I mean, anything good, insane was but captain america would be a good character i think green arrow yeah, could, could be all right that. like green arrow isn't impossible to do um no yeah there's definitely yeah. characters out there but xbox mm. definitely need a big character because now that playstation has spider-man it's like they really need something because they have nothing they should just go to marvel and yeah, be like do. hey can we get doctor strange or something give us a character please doctor strange would be pretty cool you could do yeah that. that would actually be pretty good yeah, going through different dimensions and stuff and seeing like crazy yeah, and crazy con- shit That'd controlling be time and just different elements yeah that mm. could actually you do a be... guardians of the galaxy game that would be yeah that that's another one too that'd, that'd have be the, the budget would have do it to like be mass effect crazy. do it like mass effect yeah you could do that i feel like yeah that could work guardians of the galaxy um hmm, black panther else? oh captain marvel what a great fucking game that'd be <laughs> <laughs> black widow it'd just be like a third person shooter and you just sort of yeah. do flipping about it'd be like tomb raider crossed with like a uncharted like it'd be like an uncharted tomb raider type game but you're black widow no no i hate no. it yeah oh, now let's go that. back to the doctor strange idea that one sounded way better yeah, about that. i'm That's watching better. i've never actually watched the captain america super soldier game at all is that what it's called captain uh, america super soldier yeah, yeah uh, but but it's like based on the first avenger movie and i'm watching and i'm like it's actually it's not I mean, that bad it's really it's not, not that bad yeah. like hey is it good no is it that bad no it was i it's really fun <laughs> to play it's kind of similar to the arkham games like combat wise it's again nothing crazy because it was sega or whatever they didn't give it a big budget but the actual yeah core this game is a very was low budget yeah, this is low budget, oh. but you can see what they could have done with it if they had a real oh, budget. Look at those animations. Yeah, it'd have to be like a linear game, somewhat like an Arkham Asylum, but uh, 
you've got a yeah i mean it could work do you, it could definitely do work. you think rocksteady are making like a an actual dc character game or they're just doing a different wb property i think they're doing i think they're doing something else entirely to be honest because yeah, i think, think a lot of people are just again. like no because i mean who who else do you do that's going to be as like as good as batman i just no one i think yeah. it's there is no one for so DC. like i think to be honest i just think they're doing something else i talked about this on stream the other day because i think a lot of people are like oh they did batman so maybe they're doing you know batman again not batman again but another superhero again but honestly i, th I feel like they might just be doing something entirely new because i think that would be refreshing for them and for us as well so I'll be interested to see what they do. I mean, do you um, think it would be like a new IP or like Lord of the Rings, like something WB owns Harry Potter? Maybe, maybe Lord of the Rings because, I mean, it's a big franchise and they're yet to nail a Lord of the Rings game. I know Shadow of Mordor was great and Shadow of War was meh. I, I, I think maybe Lord of the Rings could you be obviously one. Didn't, I you obviously didn't I, play fucking Return of the King when it came out back in 2003 that game is a masterpiece yeah i mean look it's a yeah i did play it. it's a good game but that's not i wasn't really thinking about that to yeah. be honest with you oh well you said um, they haven't now in all of the rings game. i just want to let you know there's okay. i mean yeah i mean yeah you obviously okay. didn't play battle for middle earth did you you fucking uncultured <laughs> swine how dare you i love battle for middle earth so they have very much nailed no Lord but you games. know what i mean like no i don't because we've come up with like three games already okay so nailed. never try again <laughs> give up you've already done it 20 years ago you've done it let's just stop uh but i i don't think rocksteady are working on lord of the rings though i don't think they are i think they could i just don't think they actually are doing that um and when we look at like the Harry Potter game that was leaked, uh, which we haven't seen anything on in years, uh, oh yeah, I don't think it's that either because I'm pretty sure it was leaked like that was Avalanche or something. Uh, I mean, it could imagine be wrong. It could be wanting Rocksteady. a Harry Potter game. Ugh. But uh, I don't know. Ugh. Oh, you just, I need, I need you to stop with this. You just don't <laughs> like things, and I don't like it. <laughs> Uh, I just don't like it. Uh, that's fine though. What are the what are the Warner Brothers properties are there that they could be working on? If if there was one. I don't know what else they own. I mean those are the big ones like Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, DC. I think that's just the main stuff. I'm having a little look here. Cartoon Network. <laughs> Yikes. Maybe they're working on a cartoon network property. Foster's home for imaginary friends, the game. <laughs> Uh, I'd play it. Powerpuff Girls. Oh my god, do a gritty Powerpuff Girls game. That'd be incredible. Yeah, look, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, they've already confirmed it's not Superman. That could be a lie, and it might be Superman, but I think it's not Superman. Um, I honestly can't so wait for the next Batman game. Like, it's gonna be crazy oh, on wait. next gen WB Games Montreal with mm. like five plus years. It's just, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the new Batman. Whenever that gets announced. Whenever they decide to stop fucking teasing it every couple of months. Yeah, but... Hey, guys, I know it's been a few months, but here's another symbol, an obscure symbol that means well, nothing. Have well, that. Well, here's the thing. You know, people really hate that, but we're... Mm -hmm. Both of us, like, we don't really care. I mean, you just made fun of it, but, like, there's people who actually hate this game now because of the two fucking oh, images. Like, there's people who despise <laughs> that they did this. It's just, like... Who cares? I know, just, I know. There's people like really, really hating Warner Brothers. Uh, Warner, Warner, then, yeah. Warner Brothers Montreal. <laughs> what was that? For this. Sorry, I had a fucking stroke. Um, 
there's people really hating Warner Brothers Montreal for this like being like oh, I don't even fucking care about the game anymore you're taking the piss like just, just get over it and just wait for the game like clearly they're not ready to show it and it's crazy that it hasn't been leaked yet I mean kind of has been yeah leaked, I think that's like, why the first crazy image that we kind happened. of went up is because like the yeah. leaks rumors but yeah 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 and it's it's it, but it's crazy that we've, we haven't seen the game like there's been no leaked screenshots there's been no uh, official sort of confirmed proper leaked like artwork and stuff there's been little bits that i think have been leaked or whatever but i'm not sure and no gameplay none of that so it's interesting that we haven't really seen anything so they should you know announce it soon hopefully before it gets before jason schreier gets, gets to them oh I mean, my he, he god knows. before jason schreier breaks into their fucking <laughs> office steals all their gameplay post it online <laughs> no, like, on, a, on an alt he doesn't he doesn't do it himself he just someone else posts it and he just covers it that's what it no is. jason trier i'm sure knows what they're doing in brock steady but he's not gonna oh yeah, yeah he knows he doesn't, everything yeah, he doesn't want to say mm. yeah i mean i'm excited to see what rock steady do i'm excited to see this new batman game as yeah, well this this and, e3 uh, is gonna be crazy and it's sad that playstation isn't showing up again because like this yeah, is the well, time where there's going to be so many announcements and it's just going to be a great time mm, and i i don't understand yeah. why they just don't feel like they have to go to e3 yeah i don't know i guess it's like i'm saying they're getting kind of complacent yeah. i feel they're at this point where they're like we don't need to go to e3 anymore we're too big for it <laughs> we're too good for e3 and like we can do our own little state of play yeah and announce our little vr and ea does that People shit too where it's like shit. a week before e3 or whatever and it's just like just stop no. just go EA, to e3. ea fucking sucks yeah like, no, i know <laughs> ea do fucking suck well yeah. ea they also and bethesda have didn't shit. do a conference did that well they did last year there was no conference well okay maybe not a conference but i think greg miller did they some stuff event, i don't know it was, it was <laughs> bad it was we bad. don't say that name in this yeah podcast. i'm sorry shit. i'm so sorry jeez <laughs> <laughs> greg fucking miller <laughs> I didn't know until oh, the other day. Oh, you said it again, didn't you? I, I didn't know until the other day. I, so we've made an as always Twitter account, as always Entertainment Twitter account. Go follow it, obviously. Uh, yeah, and because yeah. I hadn't blocked him on that like uh, account, I was scrolling through <laughs> and you know following all these people, and he kept coming up. People, I'm like, I forgot. Kind of funny. Still made things. I was like, they still yeah. make things? Like, they still they are do doing still stuff? They still make things. Oh, like, we're watching Man of Steel and doing a review on it. I'm like, God, you are the worst fucking company <laughs> in the world. Like, no wonder Imagine, imagine, like, that's what you're doing. You're like, let's oh, watch God. Zack Schneider superhero movies and review them in 2020 because we've got nothing else to do. God, I feel like they just like everything. Like, there's nothing... They don't negatively no. feel... They don't feel negative about anything I disagree except for with their completely. close friends. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, except things that don't matter. Ever gets released. Yeah, yeah, But the dumbest yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> except for, you know... You know, they're real life. Um, but, like, all the, every time a new game comes out, it feels like Greg Miller has something to say that's always positive. No, I don't think I I've heard him say anything negative like, in I, his life. He's not a reviewer anymore. He just... And here's why. Because he wants to grow kind of funny and he doesn't want to talk shit about a, another game or a company. So, yeah, because yeah. he's, cause he's mm. a liar and a fraud. Which we know. Which we know. And that's what it is. It just is what it is. We know that. You're never mm. going to see, no matter how much James I want to grow as always, we're never going to come on here and be like, mm, that new Assassin's Creed game was really good. Honestly, fucking what a, what a time. I think uh, they're yeah. better than Ezio, and because that's what he said. Oh yeah, he's and like you know Cassandra what, Greg? Than... Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, 
Yeah, he's he's a never say never though. Everyone has a price. Yeah, but but I mean, he can go continue making content, I guess, with his company <laughs> that is the most uninteresting, unoriginal thing I've ever seen. Go on, do it. Um, yeah. And oh god, I'm so glad Colin's not there anymore. Just so glad. Like yeah, that dude's killing it. His podcast is so good. Like yeah, oh oh my god. And he has. So, have you seen yeah, Colin's Patreon? How much it's blowing up? No. Because when he's like, he kind of stagnated like 4,000 patrons. I checked the other day. It's on like almost 8,000. Wow. Fuck like, me. Holy shit, man. That's a fucking shitload of... Um, yeah, if everyone else wants to get us to 8,000 patrons, we'd be, we'd be really, we'd really appreciate that. Um, you know, that'd be great. Ethan, get make some alts. Get us so, so, so Colin has significantly more... Pay- Kind of funny you have 5,000 patrons. Colin mm. by himself's Patreon is significantly bigger. Yeah. 50% bigger than Kind of Funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, um, that is that is hilarious. Makes me very happy. It's so funny. And the industry keeps trying to cancel him and get rid of him. Yeah. But it's never going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. You know, if you're like, oh, mate, I like Kind of Funny, I say, how about you head over to patreon.com forward slash, as always, <laughs> which is where you're going to get actual good content that's original, that's funny, right. and, um, you know, we're going to be honest all the time and be real. This is a real show. This is a yeah. real show. And you're listening it's and watching a fake show. It isn't a fake show. It is not a fake show. Yeah. Um, mm, exactly. And if yes. you wanted to advertise your stuff on this real and not fake show, then you could go to our business email or my business email to Either contact one works. us Either and one let works. us know. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Speaking of the industry, I've been uh, applying for a job in it. It's been interesting. Yeah. So t- t- okay. tell me, tell me about that because I thought you were getting pretty close to something, weren't you? Yeah, and I, I'm. I still am. I should hopefully hear back today about like a final interview. I've done three for this one company. I'm not sure if I want to say it okay. yet because right. if it doesn't... Can you type it in to us? Can yeah. you type it in? Well, I mean, the... it's a small company. It's a local one. No. Yeah, no. I didn't think it was like fucking Naughty Dog or something. No, I'm like, no, that's no. crazy. It's... But it's just, just a good, just, you know, foot in the door. Yeah. So mm-hmm. here's the thing. So I've applied for Ubisoft th- All right. three times over okay. the years. And yes. that's from when I started my channel to now. So six years, three times I've applied at Ubisoft. And every time mm-hmm. I've had recommendations from employees, high up employees that have like, we should hire this guy. And every single time I get denied instantly without any explanation or anything like that. And to be honest, so yeah. And to be honest, I keep going back and forth with Ubisoft. Like, Sometimes I really do want to work there just on like watchdogs because I actually do care about that property and want to like affect it. But at the same time, I've realized that Ubisoft is just this massive company with like 15,000 employees and community managers. They don't give a shit about like any feedback you say to them. It really doesn't matter because it's such a big inflated company. And even even right now. So like my the company that owns us is Twitch and they have over a thousand employees. And it's just so hard to get things done because it's massive. And Amazon owns Twitch, which is another thing. I'm just, I'm tired of these companies that have so many employees. Like I just can't work there. So I finally found one. Well, you can't affect something. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you can't affect change. And that's what I, that's what I want to do. So at Ubisoft, mm. if you want to be a community manager, at least in the U.S., they have a North Carolina office. 
and that's it. It's just like community managers, they don't make games in that office. And basically you just go back and forth with the Montreal people. You're not really doing anything. You just have like a set thing of task. You're not gonna affect anything. Be like, oh, people are saying this gameplay mechanic sucks. We should do something about it. They don't, they don't care. So yeah, I finally just found a studio that happened to be local. It's like 20 minutes away and I'm hoping to work there. They have like 15 employees full time, so. Oh, that's great stuff. Yeah, that's right. good. What do you think? Um, talking about Ubisoft, about how you said they just sort oh of God, I you applied and they just <laughs> no. I just want to know <clears throat> why do you think they turn you down without any explanation? Just sort of I, immediately. So no. I think it's more so they're recruiters because I don't have a college degree, so they just see that and probably just write me off. Okay. They they don't actually look at my experience. Like I have a YouTube channel. Mm. I'm getting recommended by employees, but they don't they don't care. They just want to see a degree. They don't actually want people who like Right. I don't know. And what you've also got to understand about a company the size of Ubisoft is what they do is when they, they wouldn't have even a Ubisoft employee be doing the initial hiring, right? So Ubisoft will have on a site, job listings, you'll apply and it'll be an um like a main office, nothing to do with Montreal, like a some other HQ that has no one that actually makes games. It's all admin people and they filter through and they put mm. through um, like only a few applications to the actual office people that actually would know Brett and have something to say, right? So they would just go through straight away and that's it. So the people that are getting recommendations never see the resume anyway. They never see Brett's application because um, it's like a head office admin hr people no you're actually filter through that's exactly right and like ubisoft is actually somewhat good because let's say if you do get a job at ubisoft you're pretty secure i don't think they've had any major layoffs in like the last 15 years despite like they've had a delay games recently but they didn't lay anyone off so like if you want a good secure Mm -hmm. job then like ubisoft is fine but for me it's just like i really care about community and just what they have to say and speaking up for them and with ubisoft it's just such a big company you you can't do anything it doesn't matter mm. it's literally all the higher i think higher. this yeah, is yeah. a good move for you man i, I really hope that it yeah, that so it works out i'm really excited for you and yeah, good luck with what's everything. what's crazy about this is so the way i got introduced to this company is my my neighbor who moved in a few months ago is actually the game director on this game that they're working on and they invite oh shit yeah yeah it's it's crazy and they invited us over and we were just talking and like she just happened to work there and the ceo of the company went to the house because she threw a party and we all were there and i just got to talk to them for like literally hours about just yeah the whole industry and everything so yeah it really is a great company and hopefully everything goes good because i've done multiple interviews and i'm just like please hire me yeah wow (laughs) yeah that's so cool and you've, you've obviously met the right people as well so this is i'm excited yeah. that's awesome that's awesome and it's yeah, a good company yeah it's a good company I mean, and it's a, the perfect size where it's not too small but it's not too big and like at first what i would be doing is like part-time so i'd still keep my job at twitch and then do youtube videos and do that so it'd be kind of crazy at first but i really i don't know i just really want to be in the industry and work at a game studio Mm -hmm. it just seems like such a good thing i mean obviously there's going to be bad moments and stuff and you're going to be stressed but i don't know it just seems like once you launch a game it's like the best thing ever Mm -hmm. yeah of course of course yeah that's awesome man 
that's that's super exciting. That's super yeah, exciting. That's great. Thank you. I well, keep you keep us updated on it. Keep, love you too, man. Keep us updated on it. <laughs> um, and yeah, we we want to hear all about it. Um, and when you are, you can come on the podcast and give us inside scoops and uh, break confidentiality oh, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. That'd be great. You no, he's not going to do that, guys. I'm, it's a joke. We're joking. Hi. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> we didn't mean it. <laughs> yeah, oh, please hire him. Please hire him. We're the worst friends to have. Um, that's why we don't <laughs> apply for jobs in the industry and we're going to keep doing our own shows because no one would hire us based on the shows we've done. Yeah, um, no, definitely. But yeah, that's that's how it is. That's how it be. Not that's how but it is. Sometimes it is just how it be. That is true, James. Chief. And with that, we come to the end of the first As Always podcast of 2020. Um, so, Brett, appreciate the fuck out of you for joining us and being the first guest of the year, uh, getting mm-hmm. us off to a rock and start. Uh, I'm excited for what the year holds for you, your channel, future career, as well as As Always in this podcast. What a great fucking show this mm-hmm. is. What a great company As Always Entertainment is. I just want to say this no, podcast was an absolute shit show um yep <laughs> and i appreciate you guys <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you. you too man appreciate you too um james over to you mm-hmm. all right thanks very much dynamite <laughs> <laughs> sorry i was just getting the list <laughs> oh my god we've been doing this for almost six years james what the hell I feel like there's a certain charm to this yeah. and how bad that this can sometimes be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you enjoyed this episode, like I'm sure you did, because how could you get this far and still think it's no good? You shouldn't have. You shouldn't have kept listening this whole time, to be honest with you. But if you if you love it and you want more, go head over to patreon.com forward slash as always to get exclusive content, to get early content, to get to, to it's great. It's a really great place. And as always, it's taking over in 2020. So you want to head over there and you want to you pledge even just a dollar to get access to everything. We've got over 75 episodes of the Clubhouse podcast, which is the best podcast on the internet. So if you thought this podcast was good, that's even better. And if that seems impossible to you, it's not impossible and it's the case. So go over there and check that out, as well as a week's early access to the Cinema Room podcast, as well as anything else me and Tyler decide to do together, as well as, as well, I think I'm going to start releasing uh, big projects a week early or not a week early, a de- or 24 hours early, or something early anyway, on Patreon. So there's plenty of plenty of stuff to to, 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 to get over there. So uh, And as well, it helps support us. And to thank our Patreon... Oh, fuck. I should have just read the, I should read the producers first. I'm just going to do the list. Um, thank you to everybody that's uh, pledging to uh, patreon.com forward slash as always. We've got Josh Devellier, King Richard III, Smexy Dork, Real Cinema in Hawkins, aka HBarts12, Seth, Ballsack47, Casey Wood, Pink Flame313, Adam Sunling, Super Tuber Ready, Alfie Brosell, Jamie Brown, Jesper Olsen, Lou Mistrad, Did Lotic, Mayf380, <laughs> Mcock, The Creed, <laughs> Brandon or BQ Overlord. <laughs> Please change that name. Ravjoy, Craig Gaming, Benedict Parker Returns, Max H, Gene, Owen Brain, Zeke Collins, Son of a Bitch, OG Adogo, Noah Watts, Furious Coco, Sab2557, Nick Miller, The ACMJS, Travanovsky, Casper Carroll, Kassassin, Kyle, S. George, Marcus Blackburn, Emil Catborg, Joshua Mora, Ginkgo Swag, That's How It Be Sometimes, Mash the Bass, Ashen is a Big Fan of Mace Windu the Character, Amir the Synth Potato, Joe the Sex Boy Smith, Joe aka Founded Scarab, Iron Man's for the Dads, Luca, Alfie Robert, Brian Ford, Fishy, and Ben Fryer. Thank you all so much. You're all bloody fantastic. And uh, that's it for this episode the of the As Always Podcast, the first episode of the year, the first episode of the As Always Podcast, even though it's episode 115. 
Uh, it's been good. It's been a good time. Thanks, Brett, for joining us. It's been bloody nice. That it has. Uh, anything else to say, gamers? No. Nope. Goodbye, gamers. Close the show. Goodbye, gamers. Thanks for watching. Goodbye, See you next gamers. Time. See you later on. Bye bye.